The following is a podcast from a qualified senior care provider heard on the Answers for Elders radio show. And welcome everyone to Answers for Elders Radio. And I am here at the Discovery Conference for the Alzheimer's Association. And we are very fortunate to have some amazing individuals here that are making a difference in the lives of families every single day. And especially the families that are suffering from Alzheimer's and dementia. And I have a very special lady here who I met a long time ago. And I'm so glad to reconnect uh, a lady who is the founder and um, and basically geriatric care manager of an amazing organization called Aging Wisdom. And that is Ms. Lisa Mayfield. Lisa, welcome to the show. Hi, Suzanne. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor to be here and see you again, probably at least a decade later. <laughs> crazy, and we don't have it? any more gray hair. Or... Well, you know, I have, I've changed, right? Our, listener, our listeners don't know I've gone gray now since then, but it's kind of fun because obviously you and I've kind of had our own separate, you know, paths as we're right. helping families and you've done a lot of amazing things. And one of the things that you're doing right now, which is so valuable and that is the whole thing with um dealing with conflict with families Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. you know as a geriatric care manager you're you're dealing with that all the time Mm -hmm. so obviously you know i know for my story with my mom she was the matriarch of the family Mm -hmm. she pretty much held the torch and kept everything everyone together and in line and everybody went back to her house for the holidays and all those things it was that way and then when my mom started to decline the family kind of went crazy (laughs) is that is uh, tell me a little bit about that is that common or yes I would say that it's pretty unusual (laughs) that that's not the case and Mm -hmm. I even the most functional you know quote-unquote functional families where the kids all love each other and um, seemingly have had really tight relationships through the years there is something about a parent getting older that brings out really the worst in everyone and the stress and I think it comes down to really grieving and how Mm -hmm. hard it is to watch your mom Mm -hmm. um, the matriarch of the family shifting and everyone mm-hmm. deals with their own grief differently and I think they, they end do. up taking it out on their siblings well and you know um denial is also not a river in mm-hmm. Egypt you know it's right. a lot of times we may see our loved ones start to fail but if you're not in you know everyday contact with that parent you may not necessarily see the signs as somebody that's there all the time so there's that friction between families have you found that that's the case Right. And I was reflecting the other day, like what, there's so many reasons siblings end up in feuds in relation to their parents, but I was trying to distill it down. Like if I Mm -hmm. could pick like the top reasons, what are those reasons? And one I think is the uh, more challenging and subtle symptoms of dementia. And with that, a piece of dementia is lack of insight. So not being able to see the ways in which the disease is changing you. Mm -hmm. So you were mentioning denial in families, which is very common, but it 
also happens with the people whose memories are changing. Absolutely. And their brains don't allow them to see oh, those changes. And not to mention the filters are gone. Correct. <laughs> Correct. So, so they'll say things no matter what. You like, know, it'll come out and it's like, whoa. It's like when you were embarrassed when you're little, <laughs> when you're, you had a young child in the grocery store and you're like, oh, what are they going to say next? When your parent has yeah. dementia, sometimes you have that same reaction. Oh, mm. what's dad going to say now? Yeah. Um, but so when um, the person whose memory is changing if they can't see it then they're refusing help and mm -hmm. um, that then puts a lot of pressure on the kids how do we step in right. and help mom when she won't let us and that's a huge issue mm -hmm. because I think I, I often talk to families about as their their parent is declining they're feeling more vulnerable and so what they're going to do is hang on to that which is most familiar mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden you as their adult daughter or son which by the way you still need to stay the a daughter or the son Correct. come in and inform them that you're going <clears> to <throat> take them out of their home to a place of the unknown where they already feel uh, you know vulnerable as it is it brings up absolute terror within them and because of the pride factor um it's going to come out as real obstinance and so it's breaking down that piece of understanding the process of what they're dealing with and I think that's one of the things that you're so well at helping families to do well and I think you touched on one of the kind of the second common reasons I see families feuding is that delicate balance of independence versus safety mm -hmm. and your different siblings will fall <laughs> on that continuum in different places mm -hmm. one sister wants mom to be completely safe and wants to put her in a memory care unit another uh, brother uh, probably who lives out of town isn't around much he thinks mom's fine we don't need any exactly. help exactly let her you know it's okay if she you know this or that happens or I don't want to and really that brother may just not want to deal with it Correct. right now you know it's it's in and that's getting families all on the same page of are we ready to to have a united force right. how that's do we probably, work together that's probably one of the hardest things that I find is that finding that unity within Correct. families. I mean, Correct. what what is your experience with that? Well, you're exactly right. It's unity about trying to get on the same page of what mm -hmm. is happening with mm -hmm. mom, what are the options, what are what are the best options given what we know about mom's situation and getting together and the work that we do at Aging Wisdom as geriatric care managers is uh, we can provide uh, that unbiased, neutral mm -hmm. person mm -hmm. to often it helps to get the siblings together without their parent to start with to uh, weigh in about this is what we think is going on. This is the care options that exist. Get the siblings to have a candid conversation with each other without their parent to again talk about where do we want to be in independence versus safety and trying to get everyone in that unity right which often is hard to do if you don't have a kind of third person unbiased facilitator to help it those conversations be. it can be so we are talking again to Lisa Mayfield and Lisa <clears throat> you're with a company called Aging Wisdom and you're a geriatric care manager and our viewers are listening may not know about what a geriatric care manager does. 
Right. I'm happy to talk about it. Uh, we um, are sometimes known as geriatric care managers. We also can be known as aging life care professionals. Mm-hmm. And there's people like me um, and us at Aging <laughs> Wisdom all over the country. Mm-hmm. I am honored to serve currently as the president of the Aging Life Care Association. So I'm very proud of just our profession in general. It's wonderful. And here at Aging Wisdom, we provide consultation services to help families navigate the transitions of aging Mm -hmm. and feuding families when Mm -hmm. you're dealing with dementia. And where do you serve in this area? We serve at Aging Wisdom kind of all of King County, Mm -hmm. but there are people, as I mentioned, like me all over the country, and I'm more than happy to connect people with professionals across the country as well. That's awesome. So if I have a family that's feuding, Mm-hmm. Obviously, what can I do as a um, a loved one or an adult child? How can I best deal with that? And well, I think there are a number of ways. One, trying to see if you can get your siblings together in one room to mm-hmm. talk about it. Mm-hmm. Often, it can be hard to get them all to make that a priority, and that's where mm-hmm. pulling in a professional like a care manager might mm-hmm. be mm-hmm. helpful. Uh, it kind of creates a more of a priority and mm-hmm. might get that brother out of town to fly in mm-hmm. to take it more seriously. Uh, I think it can be helpful to engage an elder law professional as well to make sure um, estate planning has been done. Um There are mediators who specialize in this work when families really can't get to agreement. Right. Well, and I think, too, is understanding that at least when I have conversations, number one, I hate it when I hear stories that things were sprung on them, you know, on mom or dad. Um, Give them time to digest things. Saying, mom, I've, you know... As your daughter, I've been concerned about some things. Would I would really like to sit down and talk to you about something. Could we make a time next week to do that? <clears throat> and these are the topics that I would like to discuss mm-hmm. so that they get a chance to kind of digest it where you're not just springing it on right. them. And I think that's, I mean, that's yeah. kind of what I usually advise people to and do. And I'm nodding um, because <laughs> yes. you hit the nail on the head is that part of what we encourage families is to pick your battles. Yeah. Like not go in guns a-blazing and telling them everything you're worried about, but also start small. Yeah. Oftentimes the Little over-eager things. daughter that wants mom perfectly safe, wants 24-7 care, it's never going to work. No. Baby steps, starting small, yeah. small conversations. And that's why having the conversations early while mom or dad is still independent to Absolutely. understand what their wishes are, you know, and, and what are the agreements of what's going to happen. And realize, too, that you're not locked in because things can happen along the way. And treatment, you know, different types of treatment can change. Different types of outcomes can change. So you know, understand that you can have a basic plan, but it's also okay to do right by your parent if it means, you know, to, to digress from the plan. And I think that's something. Right. And, and those adjustments are important. Absolutely. So Lisa, how do we reach you? Well, you can find me at agingwisdom.com. If you don't live in the Seattle area or your older adult lives somewhere else, Mm -hmm. you can also visit aginglifecare.org to find somebody like me Mm -hmm. somewhere else. Mm -hmm. That's great. And uh, do you have a phone number that people can call? 206-456-5155. 
That's great. And uh, just to remind our listeners, Lisa is here to help families. And certainly she's there to help with any sort of conflicts that you guys might have or any sort of, you know, um, questions that you might have in involving the care of your loved one. And certainly, Lisa, you can go in and you'll work with a family, you know, overall to find the best solution for your loved one. And especially being here at the Alzheimer's mm -hmm. Association conference, um, you're working right now teaching that kind of stuff. Absolutely. With families right now. Thank you so much for being here. I and it's great to see you again. Thank you. It was a pleasure to be here. Thanks for doing this work. Answers for Elders Radio Show with Suzanne Newman hopes you found this podcast useful in your journey of navigating senior care. Check out more podcasts like this to help you find qualified senior care experts in areas of financial, legal, health and wellness, and living options. Learn about our radio show, receive our monthly newsletter, receive promotional discounts, and meet our experts by clicking on the banner to join the Senior Advocate Network at AnswersForEldersRadio.com. Now there is one place to find the Answers for Elders. Elders. 